Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's FaZe Banks. Damn, finally. I think you influenced Mike oh, to say bad things about me. Have I ever said anything bad about this man? You know what? F*** you, yes. <laughs> I would say, oh, I love Logan. You would say, oh, he killed that guy. Like, oh, like that's a no. joke. I'd ordered three boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts, and I was walking her out to her Uber, and she Booted the no, way. and Mike's like the donuts, Alyssa. Come on, Mike's like, ex-girlfriend's <laughs> buddy. Is it my kid? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Whoa, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What do you guys think will happen between now and this episode airing? Like, should we should we take a stab at the at the banter pre-banks coming on right now? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Are you trying to predict the future? Yes. <laughs> No, but do you want to try this? What, it's like talk about stuff we think Damn, is going to happen. bro. It's crazy what Elon and Kanye both did this past week, the, bro. The, the collab that they did, which was, uh, what was it? They did the... Uh, Rap, the first hip-hop song. First hip-hop. So Elon Musk spit his first verse. On it a, wasn't half bad. Yeah, he was... <laughs> this doesn't seem likely. This can't happen. This can't happen. I was going to ask, do you have chapstick? But as soon as... Because no, as soon as I... Thought about saying it. Yeah. I thought I would never want my lips to be on your your chapstick. That's not what you said about my d- last night. Oh, oh my goodness! Not even a minute in, huh? Not even a minute in. I'm talking about f- there for the smoke, boys. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> everywhere. By the way, you still have to pay me for that blowjob. How much? And how will I pay you? Cash app. <laughs> Why would you sponsor this show? <laughs> Why would you sponsor this show? I'm just kidding. We get a call from their marketing team. They're like, "One, hey. hey, regarding like this payment for sexual activities, we're actually gonna mm, not do that." <laughs> when a call starts with, "Hey,", hey. or "Yeah, yes," so <laughs> you know it's not good. Say something. Uh, no, I'm just I'm loving this banter. I didn't want to interrupt this. Oh, one. you know what's crazy, dude. That you know what that whole experience we had in um Connecticut for Thanksgiving. Oh man, you're gonna predict the future here, dude. Well? What we did at that high school, at my high school, oh. bro, that was crazy, bro. Yeah, we got those football players hyped up, to all go riled up to play go their and, rival, and, and they ended up winning, winning forty-one to twenty-seven. That's crazy. If that happens, bro, this will be the best. This is the greatest show. We, of all we should time. Uh, we should place a bet on it and 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 do it on the Barstool Sportsbook and also on the Barstool Sportsbook. <laughs> this is not an ad. Is a money line that we had uh, to decide if our guests would show up today. We, we had a money line on it, and, <laughs> and now he's gone. And by he's the way. gone. <laughs> and he's fucking gone. This is can we can we really take a proper moment to internally collect about the importance of this? We have tried. I have tried to get this man on this show so many fucking times. Yeah. We have had production teams come out, setups done, locations, everything done to have him do what he does and what everyone knows him to do, which is go out the entire night before, go crazy in a way that only he can and not show up for the episode. Well, today... He showed up. He's here. I can't believe it. He's here after all these years. We finally <laughs> got him. And not only did he show up, 
Man showed up 30 minutes early. early. He showed up on our last episode. So without further ado, wait, wait, I got a good one. Our guest today is finally joining us for his own episode. He is one of the founding members of FaZe Clan and alternates with me as being Mike's best friend, pending <laughs> who can elevate his clout more at the moment. It's FaZe Banks. <laughs> Damn, finally. Just unbelievable. I can't did believe it. this, bro. And I'm drinking Prime. Unbelievable. You can, you can, can we be honest, bro? Because I appreciate you. <laughs> I put my iced coffee in it. He put iced coffee in it. He wants to help the brand. <laughs> hey, how's that? How's that? It's good. Could it be better? No, it's, it's fine. Because I want to make this comfortable for yeah, you. This is great. This is super comfortable. Make sure you get close to that mic, buddy. You know how this works. We're, we're here. Okay. We're there. Hi. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. Yo, this is great. I'm excited. Where do we even start? Am man? I the most elusive guest of all time? Hundred yeah. percent. Really? Hundred yeah, percent. For sure. I do want to say I apologize, and it doesn't. It isn't beyond me how special it is to be here. I appreciate it. You guys are crushing it, and I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And I'm sorry. No, I, you guys, no. For you guys, try to get me to come in Miami, right? <laughs> yeah, some bad idea. <laughs> I missed the fucking Super Bowl in Miami two years ago. Miami is not the place. And then where, where else? I don't know. This is like. Our fifth shot. Yeah, literally. Yeah, we're here. Miami though. is not a kind city to you. You've, you've, we, we've had a lot of trouble in that city. I really went out of my way too this time around. I wore the Generation X shirt yeah. for you. I wore these pants for George. Yep. Oh, that's what'd you wear for me? Thank nothing. You. you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Mike? I love Mike. Yeah. I love Mike. Mike, Mike for me has always kind of represented and, and just felt like a little piece of home. You know, uh -huh. Mike's like a kid who, I would have been friends with in high school and like, I don't know. You guys look like you'd be friends in high school. Done drugs. <laughs> you look like the guy he bought the drugs from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we are, we are, we are the East Coast, we are the East Coast scumbags. We are. You know, I, love that's, I love Mike. Do you like Mike? Oh yeah, I love Mike. Be honest. I, I love him. I love him. I love him. He's the big brother I never had, so I get to fuck with him. Like for the first time in my life, I get to feel what it's like to be a younger brother. I don't know why my brother doesn't take advantage of it because you can be a fucking little prick. Uh, like David is to me. Yes, exactly. But he still has to love you because he's your older bro. Yeah, I love him. And it's it's funny because we do we don't compete, but I, I find when Mike's not spending time with me, he's with you. Yeah. When he's not with you. I haven't seen him for a while. So a while, you guys. Yeah. Well, we I've commandeered his house and he has to make sure we don't destroy it. Completely. Have you been to his house? Mike must be Mike. I, ha I actually haven't oh, visited God. the house yet, and it's probably for the best. <laughs> Got to be the worst homeowner of all time. The worst. Facts, right? He's so bad. Dude, your shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. know. Hey, hey, hey. He's got a rule for everything, and I questioned him about one of them because I can tell he's ma he makes them up on the spot. Like me and Nina, of course, we're sitting on the, the edge of a couch. And he goes, well, just not, just not two people on the same side of the. And I go, okay, so <laughs> on the back did, of it, did, on but the did, back. But did you know that have, was a does rule? Does he have plastic wrapped? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The chair is <laughs> still plastic wrapped. <laughs> no, he makes it up in real time, which is how you know you got a real Karen on your hands. Hey, the well, worst. this show today is he's going to be the worst. He's going to be the worst dad ever. <laughs> no, the worst. The worst. Take that back. Yeah. That is that one. I will not roll with. I <laughs> am a dad to all of you. I am the dad. You're going to be a good dad in some regards, terrible in others. Speaking of dads, there's only one person that likes me more than both of you guys. It's my dad. No yeah, way. My dad, my dad loves Mike. No Sends way. me everything that he does. Did you see what Mike did? Yeah. Read the fifth him. idol. My dad likes you a lot too. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to meet him one day. He's the goat. Listen, when you, when you came on this podcast, you sat down and you used the word elusive. And I mean, I mean, you, you are elusive and you're a bit of an enigma, I think, 
True, truthfully. So like, if for people who maybe aren't familiar with you who are watching this podcast, because you've had a a pretty wild career, and, yeah. and and your and your personality has has taken you so fucking far. Like your Instagram bio, or it might be your Twitter bio, is is it was like what a, a kid making videos online, dumb shit. Like yeah. who who made it way further than anyone thought he could. Kid who was supposed to be a loser who fucked around on the internet, made a life for himself. It, it That's happened. really how I feel about the whole situation. How 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 would you describe? what you do, your career, um, who you so are. So this is, this podcast, what are we gonna run? An hour, hour and a half? Bro, probably. I mean, it could so, yeah. be. Who, this, it, as far as time goes, will probably be the most time I've spent on YouTube in years, two, three years maybe. Um, bring the word elusive back up. I, I've kind of avoided being in content and in front of the camera for some time, just just for no other reason than it stopped being fun for me. My last video was the Tifu video, Dear Tifu. Oh my God. 11, 12 million views on it. Was um, very well received. Uh, kind of in a lot of ways helped save my fucking company and brand at the time. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of the last nail in the coffin for me where it was just like this YouTube shit is fucking, it's just not for me. I don't, it's, it's, it's stopped being fun. I don't know. You didn't think about <clears throat> evolving the content. I mean, obviously, we all had a short run as streamers yeah. back at the content house, yeah. which we'll get into a little bit later. But well, streaming is a whole different beast. I mean, you sure. try to tap into that too. If you <laughs> if you want to be a successful streamer, that that also too. If I'm gonna do something, I want to do it fucking absolutely right. I'm an on or off kind of person when it comes to anything, yeah. friendship, love, uh, work, everything. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it. 1000 percent or i'm not doing it at all that's just how i am streaming you have to fucking grind that every day, every yeah. day. all day yeah. 10 hours a day if you want any shot at being mm. you know an aiden ross or a ludwig or fucking hassan if you want to be with those guys you got to fucking and that's just i don't know seems like an even more vicious battle than the youtube shit is because youtube youtube's easy Easy-ish, you know what I mean? Hey, don't tell that to Mike, man. Yeah. <laughs> he slaves oh, over his he weekly knows, video. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, let me say this. The, my weekly videos have a lot of input into them. They're not as, as simple as just like, you know, a random conversation. Yeah. You know, I'm in three different countries or cities. And there's yeah. a lot that goes into them. But um, the, the streaming thing is is crazy. And it's been wild to watch that space to take off. George now is trying his hand on it. I think everyone in I the impulsive it. team is, is giving it a shot. I, I'm only trying it because it really isn't. I'm not getting on the platform to be the biggest on the platform. And I've yeah. honestly never joined any platform for that. I, I take away what I could take away from it. And being live and sharp and alert that there's people watching me in the moment, I feel it will help me in stand-up. But, dude, I fell in love with Twitch, bro. Yeah. I love it so far. I mean, I love the community. I love that, like... I have a good, like, it's not crazy. It's not that bad. part of it scares the shit out of me personally. Wait, the live part? That's thing, the live oh, part. That yeah. was one of the reasons why I, I would need, it. like, a kill button, yes. and I'd probably use it for every stream <laughs> at some point. That's one of the reasons that yeah, I don't stream it's anymore. Scary. It is horrifying. <laughs> it is. It's, I, I remember being in Cabo, you fucking, you, the anxiety. Ugh, it's the it, worst. It, it does, and I ask people about yeah. this all the time. I even ask Aiden about it. I go, are you really ever yourself when you're live? Like, are you ever really 100% your authentic self? Because, you know, like, I ran into some big issues being live. I said some shit that I... That you streamed like three times, Mike. <laughs> what were the big no, issues that you ran into? That's not true. I streamed for a good six to eight months, bro. We Did streamed you? like three times in Cabo, but yeah. I was streaming every day when I still... Oh, yeah, you were. Stars. I forgot, yeah. You were streaming at the uh, Clybourne house, At the too. Clybourne house, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's you're, you're always just a little bit guarded. 
because of that that feeling that anything could happen, you know? Yeah. Scary. So I find it interesting though how, you know, you 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 took that YouTube break because of like burnout or whatever. You realize you weren't having fun with it anymore. And yeah. um I think that's a uh really vital step for creators to actually take when they're there. Cause when it starts becoming depressing in a job it, it's gonna it's, it's gonna, awful it's it's gonna shift your entire being well again it goes back to the twitter bio thing and the root of like where i come from i've been in the game for a minute right. phase was founded in 2010 i think i made my first youtube video in 2008 yeah when i was in high school and this is long before um anyone even knew you could make money doing this before i even knew i could make money doing this i was making youtube videos this podcast is brought to you by cash app when your personal finance connects you to both your funds and the stuff that matters that's money, money. and that's cash app you know what else is money going out to <laughs> eat your dinner with your friends me logan manager jeff david we all went to a nice supper the other night at a place called nobu malibu it was beautiful we had every course sashimi sushi tuna steak tacos everything the bill came at the end of the night. It was a lot of money. It's an expensive place. It was like 1600 bucks. And I said, well, there's five of us here at the table. Let's split it five ways. Oh, sorry. We can only use two cards. Well, that's not as much of a problem for us because we have Cash App. And so one of us paid for it, and the rest of us just Cash App that one person. I was the person. My Cash App is Mike Malak. I have a cash tag on <laughs> okay, it. Okay, we, we, we get it. But you guys should get it, too. <laughs> Download Cash App. It's the app for sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, gifting, or just typing numbers all with the number one finance app in the App Store. Basically, what I'm saying is that's money and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. We love you, Cash App. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And uh, the first ever video I made, I got an email from Google. And again, where I come from and, and who I had been up to that point, I had never had more than $100 in my pocket at one time. And if I did have $100 in my pocket, I was the richest fucking kid on the planet. Yeah. Like that's where I was, was at. And I had gotten an email from Google, set up your AdSense, this and that. My video had amassed like 20,000, 30,000 views at the time. And I, was, I, th I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It's the only reason why I was doing it. I was having fun. It was cool. Um, and then I turned the AdSense thing on. And I ended up making like 800 bucks on that video. Mm. And... Um, I don't know. The rest is history. I was just like, "Wait, what? Yeah. You make money doing this?" And, and what were those? What were those original videos? Like, what were you making? In the, the first video I ever made. Um, so YouTube used to be all how-to videos. That was whatever yeah, the algorithm at the village, time. Bro. Yeah, the, the the algorithm how to cook an egg, how to change your tire. <laughs> yeah, it was it was more of like a visual Google kind of like I would. That's how I mainly used YouTube in the earliest days. Was I didn't know how to do something. I would how to. I'm a visual learner kind of guy, and I'd watch somebody do it, and it. It was helpful. Um, big Xbox kid, um, big Call of Duty kid, obviously. Um, my friends, my little group of friends in high school, local friends, were obsessed for a while with Gamer Score. You guys remember Gamer yeah, Score and achievements and course, stuff? Yeah. We'd all grind achievements and everybody wanted to have the, the most Gamer Score, et cetera, et cetera. 
and I didn't want to put the time or effort or work in. So I just tried to figure out how I could hack it. <laughs> Whatever I found this forum that explained step-by-step -step on how to do it. And this didn't exist on YouTube and I did it. And I had to, I had to call Microsoft and get a special little cable and download this program. And I wasn't sure that it would really work, but then it did. And I couldn't believe that it did. And I figured this has to be on YouTube. Someone right. has to explain and show step-by-step -step how to do yeah. this on YouTube. So I went to Radio Shack, bought a $15 mic, Hypercam in the nice. bottom, remember Hypercam? Yeah, yeah. In the bottom corner, um, uploaded that. And the video ended up getting like fucking five, 600, 700,000 views. And I mean, if you count for inflation and audience size, yeah. and YouTube, like, <laughs> that's a fucking 20, 30 yeah. million view banger. That's right. a bag. That was my first ever video, how to hack Xbox 360 gamer score. So how long does that arc take to come to the point where you start making uh, Call of Duty? Uh, well, play? immediately, immediately after that, I decided this is what I want to do. Like this, I want to spend time doing this. I want to, I want to, I liked it. I enjoyed it. That little world that you enter when you put on the headset, the mm. mic, mm. and you fucking, you're talking to your boys from Toronto and the Bay and fucking all over the place. And my best friends at the time are 16 and 35. And we're all super different humans in the real world, but we connected on just that, that Call of Duty Xbox level. Um, so I grinded. I went through, you know, different trials and tribulations and ups and downs through that, in that little world. But I noticed that this world existed that nobody else seemed to to know about. This is what I was going to so say. So for me, that was super exciting because my own parents and my dad, my dad, all my friends, you know, I like I quit lacrosse to play more Xbox and wow. grind. They had more. lacrosse and lol. Yeah, I thought it was just like I had never played lacrosse <laughs> lacrosse ever, and the lacrosse coach walked around the the uh, the um, the cafeteria and. Asked every white kid in the cafeteria to come to come play the cross. <laughs> it was the it was the first year we had the cross at Little High, actually. And um, but yeah, no. Uh, again, nowadays your fucking grandma knows that people are making money making YouTube videos yeah. and social media, and it's the new wave celebrity. It's like this is where things are, and this is where they're going to continue to head. Um, but back then, you you're trying to explain video games and YouTube. I'm ma making money, career. It's like you might as well. Drink a prime. You might as well try to explain that you're gonna how you're gonna make money drinking water. Yeah. Right. When, yeah. You know, no, professionally. It, it, it's like before you go, George, I just want to say it is interesting how you kind of hit the nail on the head twice. Like a a double whammy in terms of where you allocated your energy so early on. Yeah. Not only were you making YouTube content, but and the the following is also still very interesting to me. That just the gaming world, man. Yeah. I I I could not believe how big and now how big gaming is. Like it's esports is is what probably probably one of the most burgeoning new profitable industries in the, in the last four or five years or so. And it's clearly a real piece of the human pie, right? When you think about what most people where where everyone crosses over in terms of time and and what they're passionate about and what they spend their money on because yeah. this is a business at the end of the day. It's yep. fucking music and food and, and clothes and video games is right in there with sports and broad general entertainment. It's, it's there. Uh, that piece of the pie continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, I mean, metaverse shit. I know we're probably going to get in all that we will. the future, what the future looks like. I mean, I think video games, esports. I I think that's, what the future of competition between human beings looks like. Mm. But at but at the time, it was just fun and games. At the time, when you still what, oh, yeah. what what Call of Duty 
Or, or what were what were the first games that you were playing? So I was never really a gamer. You did Bro. trick shots. Yeah, yeah, trick shots. Trick yeah. shots. Trick <laughs> 360 <laughs> no scums. Yes. Um, I was never a big gamer. Christmases and birthdays and stuff, my little brother would get the new Game Boys and the new Xboxes and all the new games and stuff, and I just wanted clothes and money and just other random shit. And um, I just, I never understood sitting in front of a TV and playing a game by myself for myself. It just seemed really closed off and kind of pointless in terms of time. And it was never really that fun for me. Um, lacrosse again after after lacrosse practice all my boys would go up what are, what are we doing after practice and all my boys would go home and play halo mm. it's halo uh, halo halo i'm like what the fuck man can we go do something like no we're gonna go play halo come play um, my little brother had an xbox took it out of his room put it in mine halo and the second i put the mic on i, I and i could talk shit to people and like i don't know there's fucking 25 real humans in the lobby and they're talking shit to me and i'm talking shit to that for me i was like that was it for me um, I was dog shit at Halo, mm -hmm. but Call of Duty World at War had been the new Call of Duty, uh, the old one. With That's the, my favorite the, Call of Duty. Such a good Call of Duty. First ever Nazi Zombies, legendary. So Call of Duty. good. Man. That one doesn't get enough respect. You know what I mean? Why People, don't you? Do, why don't we just make sure you get this out of the way? Go top. Uh, make it easy. Do top three right now. MW two, Black Ops two, and honestly, like those are S tier, right? So it's no, no I don't one else. Wanna, I don't even want to talk. Correct, I don't even want to say a third. It's just it's MW two, Black Ops two, and then. What do you think about these new new the guys trolling online? Like I think even swag, like some of these people saying like ghosts or fucking MW3. Some people think <sighs> MW3 is a better game. I, I just don't get MW3 it. MW3 is a great game. It is a great game. It's an game. amazing game. Um, I don't know. I think I they're trolling know. because it's pretty obvious that, that if you say ghosts, you're trolling for sure. MW3, I don't know. It also goes back to like again, World of War was my first Call of Duty, and I was really fucking good at it, naturally just gifted at it. And the way I always describe it now was you know, I was like the little lo local high school legend. Everyone's grinding this game. It's the new game. Everyone gets it for Christmas and everyone's fucking, world, you know, that's what the boys are doing. Yeah. And um, I was whooping everyone's ass and I was clearly the best one. And it was like, oh, you, you think you're good? You got to play Ricky. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but um, you were the final boss. So I was like, that's <laughs> where I kind of got more serious with the game. And I started playing game battles like the MLG platform, amateur platform. And um, I kind of realized quicker than not that I wasn't as good as I thought I was. I always say you could be the best basketball player at your high school, but you're not LeBron James. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're nowhere yeah. close. So um, we we have the real guys who grind it eight hours a day, the pros. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are fucking way beyond me and what I could have ever it's accomplished. Insane. I have a question for you. And, yeah. and so I know you on a personal level, but I wanted to dig a little deeper and I, and I, sure. I tried to do some research on you. Uh, first guest, by the way, shout out Banks, the one that never shows up. I, I did my homework. You know, it's crazy. I was, I was doing my first like digging and I was like, this fucking guy's not even gonna show up and I'm going to do all this. <laughs> but in 2013, you went from sore to face and yep. you said you didn't know how you got off here. camera. How'd you say it? So, so are <laughs> he said, so, so are your company. I went so up to him. I was like, is it pronounced so are? And he goes, sore because it has a capital A in the middle of it. So I thought it had like an abbreviation or something. It's so like when, I asked because I knew I was wrong. That's why I asked. It's like when Billy Madison put the R in couch. C O U R. You going to the most? So are you coming on the show? There's not? no capital A, by the way. It's capital R. But it's the little. It's the little game. Phase has a capital hey, Z. He just started doing research. Okay, get it. Oh, stop, he's walking. He's stop. Like, stop. <laughs> I want to hear but the also, question. But also, I feel like you skipped I'm a sorry. lot of steps. We were, I'm sure we were getting there. 
Let me skip a lot of steps. I just wanted to get to the no, content. No, it's, it's honestly it, a long story. We can't story. do all that. No, yeah, he's right. It's a really, oh, really long you're absolutely story. Right. No, I just wanted to get to this because- So, sore, sore, sore. Quick, 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 quick. Sore was a trick shotting team. I had kind of pivoted from the competitive sniping realm. My Me and my boy Ennis Relapse, shout out. I owe you a Porsche something. I I love you. You changed my life forever. Um, him and I ran this competitive sniping forum, which was kind of like just we created our own little esports game within Call of Duty, quick scoping, sniping. And um, the way we profited on this was, remember the YouTube comments, YouTube yeah. like channel comments? Yeah. So we kind of hacked the system. It's honestly genius. And I can't like, it was the coolest thing ever. So we would post the, we would spam post our videos on our channel and, and you know how you could auto play the video on your channel? Yeah. People would find matches to play against each other in the in the channel comments and then refresh to see if someone's accepting their matches. Okay. And that's how they would communicate the community with each other. Yeah. So our channel comments were fucking firing. Like at, at any point in the day, you refresh our channel and there's 10 new comments every single time. So those are all algorithmically views, yeah, yeah, yeah. views, views, views. So we were making money doing that. Obviously YouTube ended up turning that shit off. Yeah. So we stopped making money and then we had to figure out something else. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's where I pivoted to phase and the trick shotting shit and the montages and stuff were, were hot at the time. And um, I thought it was really, really cool. It is never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or for the friend in your pants, you can make this season to be a jolly one with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get to get naughty and get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscaped.com slash impulsive. The Manscaped Platinum Pad. Why do you always? Because you're going to hit me one of these days. I would days. never do that. But if you did, it'd be comfortable because the Manscaped Port 4.0 Platinum Package is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It is everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit and for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new Body Buffer incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash impulsive. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash impulsive. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back to the program. Who, so, who, who came up with FaZe? Tommy. Um, House Cat. No, no, not Apex. Apex was one of the first. Tommy. Temper. Tommy? My, my tall, Brazilian, handsome partner in crime. He's getting married. Tommy. Shout yeah, out. shout oh, out no Tommy's way. insane. Engaged, yeah, he just bro. proposed to his girl in, uh, in Brazil. He's originally from Brazil. Sick. By random. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Chance, he fucking moved to Lowell, Massachusetts when he was seven. Lived there for like a year and then moved down the street to Haverhill, Mass. Um, met this kid on Xbox, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, crazy. Our high school football teams played each other. Yep. And... Yeah, we kind of co-founded Phase as a company together. Um, but but yeah, he, I guess I'm curious because now, now you guys went public, which is, yeah. is a is a beast in itself. It's insane. Congrats, thank you. But but it is it is crazy to like sit here and and reminisce, li- listen to it's unreal the idea that two like high two kids created this company that now just went public yeah. on, on Nasdaq. Yeah, it, and we're it, stepping closer and closer to just being like a general globally recognized brand but how the how the fuck did you do that again like i said i've always i am that kid who was born to be a loser and fucked around on the internet and made a life for himself and every step of the way for me personally i just followed what i believed in and what i was having fun doing Mm -hmm. so i'm just even at 31 years old 12 years later I'm just trying to find that and follow that Mm -hmm. because it's always taking me to the right spot Mm -hmm. Uh, money's always you know I feel like one day I'm going to trip over a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that could happen for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've never really put too much, too much um, stock into the, the, the money side of things. I don't know. Just having fun. Yeah. But no, bro. No. Cause you, you made an entire infrastructure and now have like a, how many, well, how, many how many employees are, are working? 120, I think. That's insane. Man. Yeah. So when did you guys realize that your, your, that your business is, is just that a business, you need a CEO, you need partners, you need investment. And how do we make it profitable? It was recent, pretty recently. <laughs> so, no, s- sort of semi-recently. Um, that's the other thing, too, about my whole YouTube journey, me as a content creator and the followers that I somehow have. I always was the kid. I was the one out of the four of us. So the founders of FaZe as a company, when we really decided, like, wait a second, let's pursue this. Like, this could be like a lifelong thing. This could be what we do. This, yeah. could, this could be who we are forever. Put our hands in the middle. Let's fucking do this. Yep. Me, Tommy, Apex, and Rain. Yep. And at that time, Apex and Rain crushing it on the content side. Phase Rain was fucking up there with PewDiePie and fucking all those other guys early, early on. And um, I was kind of the guy who was like on the phone with G Fuel and like on mm. Skype and trying to make moves and trying to figure out who we should recruit and this and that. And that, that was always the more fun side of it for me. Um, what was the question? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking how you did it. Basically, basically how you um, how you how you created this infrastructure around what was an idea, and again, four kids. Where, where did the CEO? Come oh, from? okay. Yeah. Where did so, the so, CMO go? so we kind of had just always like at at this time we moved into New York together. So Tommy again lived down the street from me. We just so happened to live 15 minutes away from each other. Um, he had called me one day, like six months after I joined Phase, and he's like. Hey, my roommate just moved out. Come live with me. And I had never really hung out with him before that. We'd talked on like Skype and Xbox, but like you never really know. It's kind of, you're kind of rolling the dice with the online yeah. internet friends. Yeah. You're not really, <laughs> not really sure. And at the time, it's so crazy to think about, but I had a girlfriend and I was making like a thousand bucks a month and I was fucking, I was good with that. I'm like, you know what, man? Life's going pretty good right now. I'm at home 15 minutes away. It's what, when you're growing up, that's a fucking grip away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, um, we had hung out to kind of, I kind of went to kick it with him and his friends to kind of vet the situation out. And we liked the same shit. We were, we, 
we were the same kid and he was, he's still to this day, my best friend, my brother. And, um, I moved in with him, didn't look back at the time. I had never shown my face on the internet. My dad was, um, kind of a sketchy character in the, in the sense of what he did career wise. Um, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Your dad, like, yeah, nothing crazy. (laughs) My dad just sold weed and fucking was a bookie. And like, just, uh, my dad's your tip stereotypical, Big Boston guy, Irish guy with tattoos, fucking this kid, that kid, motherfucker. You owe me money, <laughs> cocksucker. And um, was on his own since he was 16 and just made made his way the way he made his way. He's a fucking amazing guy. Everything good and cool about me is because of my dad. Um, but I was always sketched out because kids were getting swatted. People are still getting swatted sure, to this day. Sure. But I'm like, dude, God forbid some cocksucker online wants to fuck with me. SWAT team bust down my door. There's fucking 10 pounds of weed on my kitchen table. My dad goes to jail forever. I'll fucking kill somebody. You know what I mean? So I stayed away from that. So moving in with Tommy was the first time we had ever, I had ever put my face on the internet and we had started doing like little skits and Snapchats and people loved it. We started to blow up and we kind of represented for these gamer kids. I think phase, what makes phase so special, especially early on was that we shattered the stereotype of what it meant to be a gamer yeah right especially back then gamer i mean it was almost embarrassing i didn't i didn't tell any of i told my closest closest friends what i was kind of yeah, doing in the background with the video games and stuff but it was like nerd. you don't, you don't want to claim that title right. i play video games like that's right. what I, I do that's my thing it was like the little you know out of shape chubby anti-social virgin. acne virgin yeah. incel type kid right, right right me and tommy are fucking six foot five and we're fun and we're going to these events and getting drunk and we got girls and shit and it's like it was kind of that was kind of like the um the essence of of who we were like oh the phase guys like they're cool they're fun they're nice guys like whatever and um as soon as we linked up and lived together kids are like they're doing this like video games like they're doing that yeah. and like it gave people like hope and like a like people to look up to like wow we could fucking do this and like i play xbox eight hours a day and everybody makes fun of me for it my parents hate me for it but these kids do the same thing and they're like and they're yeah. cool it's and honestly was, like i get emotional talking about it because it's fucking it's it's awesome it's a beautiful thing that we did but um that yeah. and that was that was like the start of of you being on camera and the start of phase banks and Tommy temper content. Yeah. Because you then, and we'll, I'm, we'll continue to batter the door down us. Cause the story is so going to be a, intricate. it's going to be a sick movie one day. No, hundred like, percent. Really There's so many parts to it. And how does it eventually go public and bring Lee Trink on and all this other stuff? Yeah. It's part of the story, but you guys start making content, especially at this New York house. And that is when people really start to finally get an idea of who phase banks is one. He's angry. He's very angry. He doesn't want to get hit in the face with the ball when he's playing. I love that. That is one of the most viral fucking phase clips ever. You got, they would constantly throw this fucking, they would fuck with you. No, the both, same way both of them, were, both of them were complete accidents two days ago. Oh, really? While I was, had the camera on. That is crazy. The best clip ever. So, so this, so that kind of represented this like transition point, which then led you into becoming your own online persona. And the reason I'm trying to continue down this route is because this is around the time where Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Phase Banks starts to start. Yeah. We're getting towards, what is this, 2016, 2017? 2016-ish, that, I think, yeah. What some would consider to be the golden age of YouTube. I agree. I think it was, too. I agree. <laughs> I think it 
was too. I hope it's not us being boomer-ish, but I, I agree. I, I think mean, a I lot know. of people. It, would, I think YouTube's lost its sauce and it's fucking yeah. like, it's the politics and everyone's just kind of a pussy now. And it's like, I there was, know. there was some edge back then. Yeah. You know? there it was, was cool. There was some edge. There was, there was competing factions, warring factions. Like, like, dude, we, we went to war. No, we had to a real beef. War. We had a real beef, to dude. War. Sick. Are we talking about that? Yeah, no, so 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 how do we get bro. into it? Logan. Okay, so that's actually a crazy story in itself. So we did yada, 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 New York house, whatever. Long story short, me and the other three guys had a falling out. So when we first started to create the business, we needed to start making money and maybe even take investments in because yeah. we wanted to get in other esports. Yeah. We were interested in other ventures and we wanted to expand. So we met some fucking dude who we thought was the answer to all of our problems. Long story short, this dude was a. There's a lot that I can't talk about because sure. there's Fine. been whatever. Terrible idea, whatever. This guy kind of pinned us all against each other. Um. Long story short, I ended up moving back home for six months. Mm away from these guys, kind of broke communication with them and was a little bit lost and didn't know, like, I didn't know if these were the guys that I was gonna do this shit with forever. I didn't know if they wanted me. I didn't know if I wa wanted them, whatever, whatever. At the time I had like $30,000 in my bank account. I feel like I was the richest guy ever. Um, I'd always wanted to move to LA. That was always our plan. We had only been in um, Long Island because our sponsor at the time was based there. so. They got us a house close to their headquarters so we could do content, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I moved to, to Los Angeles, kind of fake it till you make it. I had some other homies who had money who also wanted to move to LA. We moved into that fucking legendary Weed Lake, weed lake house. glass mansion. That, that, Piece of shit house, by the way. It's held together, duct tape. And that was your up. first uh, house in LA? Yeah. No way. Uh -huh. Dude, how did you swing that? I lived rent free in LA up until this year. I cannot believe that. Oh my god! Yeah, he's never he has never paid rent. That house year. is insane. The New York actually never paid rent ever in my life. The um <laughs> <laughs> the New York Phase House too. Also, I do want to say this on the show: first content house creator influencer house really? ever yeah. in history. Really? But and that became but like some meta. Yeah. But there is some. Isn't there some argument about that? That or is no, that the answer? There's no argument. Okay. That's no, the it was answer. team 10, 100%. <laughs> 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 I thought, I thought, way before that. I thought there was. I thought Are you talking about Optic? Yeah, no, so there was, that's what I'm saying. Four yeah. pros lived together and they fucking played Xbox all day and Got they just it. competed together, but they weren't doing it the way we were doing it. We were the content. Huh? We were getting in the. We were all meeting up in the kitchen in the living room every day and making fucking videos. videos. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the way that people are still doing it to, to this day. So we just did yeah. it this morning. So, yeah. okay, so you <laughs> so you moved to LA to, to, by the way, just for people who don't know, to a house that became, you know, synonymous with some of the biggest parties, yep. ridiculous events. I mean, a lot of us met at that house. A lot of people came into that house and, and relationships yep. were born in that house and orgies were had in so, that house and everything <laughs> happened at this Weed Lake house, which eventually became a group of Weed Lake houses. Yeah, three. Three of the largest mansions you could ever imagine in the Hollywood Hills. It's just- a really 26 total bedrooms between the three of them. Ridiculous. So you're in this house. I want to get to this content portion. So you're, you're, how do you and Jake Paul- go into the biggest okay. war that ever exists on so my, my role in this house the guys who would put put up put front fronted like the the bulk of the money that we needed because we're all fucking bum kids who like this guy needed like all the money up front for the whole year's lease right and i obviously didn't have that so these kids who had the money 
fronted it. And the, the plan was for me, cause I've always been a good like networker. I've always been good at like making friends and linking up and like kind of getting in there and, and figuring out like what's the move and who, who should we be next to and what should we be doing? So the plan was always to kind of create our own little content house. And um, what would you call it? If you could call it anything. We called it Clout, the Clout House. Right. It was it's so cool. Bringing me back. Oh it's bringing me back. Clout Gang. Remember when I got this tattoo and you crossed out every letter except Low Gang? Yeah. Remember that? I do remember that. It's funny. <laughs> who, are the, who are the, okay. Who, so Rice Gum. Rice Gum comes and visits and I'm like, you can live here if you want. I went to Target. I got a little gift basket. I got a little light, R-shaped light, put it next to his bed, snacks and Ciroc and Set it all up yeah. for him. I'm like, Rice Gum's coming. He's one of the biggest guys in the world. I've, I had talked to him and been friends with him for years up to this point. But he comes and he has a good enough time to the point where he's like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll move in. So he moves in. And then um, Wolfie. Wolfie moves in. Um, the Nelk Boys. Well, that's now you're. That's yeah, we're going later. a little. Uh, you're going too fast. So Alyssa, Alyssa Oh, wait, hold on a second. Don't the, just say that okay, name. Okay, <laughs> That will be introduced okay, so, properly. All right, so, 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 so this is how that, this is how that happened. That was kind of the, the core. And Rice, to this day, I'll, I'll stand by this. Rice is one of the most brilliant social media internet minds I've ever got a chance and pleasure of speaking with yes. and diving into. Um, obviously, his persona online, the character that he plays is fucking, uh, but um, when you're alone with Rice in a room and the door is shut and nobody else is around, this kid's, he's, he's got a brain. it. He's, he's got a brain, it. And, 100%. and I've met a few people like that. I've met a few people in my life where I can sit with, with them one-on-one -on -one and feel like I'm really gaining things from the from the conversation and the relationship and like we shit very like-minded and just it was perfect it was mm. thank god i met this kid so he was cracking um he was doing his own thing shooting his own little videos we started making videos together they were doing really well people liked seeing us together and we just kind of built off that and part of that story and process i think Chantel jeffries came over to the house one day to like shoot with rice or something and she's looking around the house and she's like you guys have open rooms She's like, my homegirl, Alyssa, um, she's been crashing at my house and she needs a place to stay. She needs a place to live. And um, she had had clout at the time. She was kind of- Okay, so let me- cracking. So let's stop you for a second. Yep. And now you come in. Now, where where are you at this, at this juncture? What is happening with you, Jake? And what has happened with Alyssa up to that moment? I, I was probably jerking off on Hollywood Boulevard, if you- yeah honest with you yeah but but for, like for where vlog, obviously for content <laughs> you guys were moving from vine to youtube you guys it was the Correct. big vine invasion that's yeah, that's yeah. what that's what had that's where we were at in the timeline the idea with uh her was to start our own little content house yeah. and, and 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 team of influencers that we would build using the platforms that we've built essentially leverage our success oh hello you almost, you almost <laughs> killed logan Essentially leverage the success that we've built unto other creators to preserve the longevity of what we were building yeah. online. And this girl was working at Panera in Ohio, and she told Jake that she wanted to be a model. And Jake pounced on it, signed her, brought her out to L.A. They had this whole relationship. It fell apart. And then I think she made her way then into your life, which yeah. then the girl as happens i think a lot between young men became a yeah point and of i'm a little bit older than jake and stuff too so I, I understand where all that shit was coming from with him but from my perspective my point of view i'd never heard of you guys or stumbled across your guys' shit ever mm -hmm. i didn't know what the fuck the deal was with this girl when i met her this is how i met her too she comes over 
to collab with Rice. We talk about her maybe moving in months go by, a couple months, two, three months go by. And then she's blowing up Rice like, yo, I need your help. He's the diss track guy at the time. And Jake had just dropped. Oh. It's every day, bro. Oh. Which is like multi-platinum. Both Alyssa songs. Alyssa yeah. came it's up every with night that sis. idea to make that music video? Yeah. Wow. Bro, Alyssa's Alyssa, Alyssa, great find, by the way. I mean, I'm not going to go into it. But no, she's, no, yeah, we she's are. No, really, no, it's, we it's, are it's going an, It's an anomaly. It's an, it's an anomaly. Really, what, obviously, really what beautiful girl. I think Alyssa's sauce, like a, what made Alyssa Violet so special was she's so relatable to girls. Like she's not afraid to crack humor and be uh, like the goofy, like, uh, like loud, fucking obnoxious chick. You know what I mean? She's not, she was never too cool for school. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, she yeah. was like just a homie. Yeah. Which, I have to say that I think if Alyssa put half of the work ethic that Jake or Logan did, I think she'd be the biggest uh, YouTube star half? in the world. 5%. Five, so in the 5%. World. I, there's not one piece of content 5%. she's ever put out that I was like, fuck that. At Dude. her prime, that girl, we, and we did everything for her, right? Sit down on a couch and record a stupid little goofy skit with, you know, two or three of us and it would fucking get 10 million views. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what she had. She had, she did have such a crazy effect crazy. on the internet. I, I remember, I remember seeing insane. the numbers, her crazy. engagement, everything. People loved her. It was crazy. And then I think she really cemented who she was with It's Every Night, Sis. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that, for sure. That song was crazy. And uh, so she came over to record yeah. with Rice. And then I just, I meet this girl and we honestly, we connected instantly. And it was just one of those situations where when you find a girl that you eventually date and you fall in love with, it's one of those things. You, there's an, it's like, there's no way to like put, you can't put your finger on it, but you want to spend every minute with them. You just want to talk to them about nothing. You know what I'm saying? What? He's in that wave right now. Oh, did you Good. Guys, well, that's, all, that's an amazing I know it it's, is, it's beautiful. It is. It is. And so when you find that, you get, I feel like you get four or five of those in life if you're lucky. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, I had that with her and she, I felt like she had it with me. And it was, um, it was one of those situations where I'm not dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're all who we are and we have things that the average person doesn't have. And there's fucking endless waves of cheeks in LA who are down to fucking throw themselves at us and fuck us and want to date us and love us. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? For me with this girl at the time, she had way more clout than me. She had more money than me. She was fucking just wake, just everything that I had, she had more of it. And still she wanted to spend time with me and be near me and told me she loved me, right? So I just was like, wow, this is like, well, I just, why does this girl like me so much? You know what I mean? I like her too. This is great, whatever. Mm -hmm. So so when I so when I met you, that was, that was very cute. That was, <laughs> that was, that was amazing. Cute. But that I but love that's, you, Alyssa. You're great. But that's what I <laughs> know homies. of Ricky, by the way. Yeah. This kid is this kid is a walking heart. I mean, people <laughs> probably don't see it from the outside, but he is one of the the sweetest, like most okay. 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 Well, I want I wanted to say this really quick. This now it's around this time, and I, I you'll probably get back a little bit here onto the, the the Jake beef and stuff. But this is when I meet you, right around yeah. now. When I meet you, and I'm like chest puffed out, like who the fuck is this kid ready to rock Evan in his fucking mouth? Correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct, exactly. <laughs> was it that Evan. party? What party was it? It was cracking. Where were I don't we? know. And, I don't and know. no, 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 because now. When me and you met for the first oh, time, there so was much. built in drama yeah, yeah, yeah. because you were on the, you were the op. Thank God for love sack, man. I Dude, know. Thank God. Us all it brought all of my us phone. together. Still in my Mike phone is Mike yeah, Lovesack. It'll never change. Like I changed it to Mike Nutsack for a little bit, but I had to switch, <laughs> switch it back. Switch it back <laughs> but, but when I met you, there was this horrible <laughs> built in beef. And I remember there was two or three parties that we went to 
And I would look across the room and at, at my eye level, there's very few people. <laughs> and I would look over the heads of the, the models and all these other people. And I would sometimes meet eyes with a very tall, very tattooed enemy of mine across the room. And maybe like two or three parties had gone by and, I, and we would avoid each other like the fucking plague. Yeah. And then one night, somehow, some way, we ended up. I it's think always a joke. Someone cracked some humor us, or correct. something. Someone like, made us yeah. come together, and it and it was like a a spark, bro. And I was like, oh, this dude's awesome. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it was like an automatic thing. And and in my brain, I was already starting to think of, okay, how do I kill this beef? How yeah. do I make this end? And to yeah. the to the plight of the millions who loved that fucking beef. I, you, I feel like you were the catalyst in a lot of ways. Time has helped too. I mean, obviously Alyssa has gone and found love elsewhere and I've done my thing and Jake doesn't give a fuck anymore. It's like at the end of the day, all that stemmed. And thank God, by the way, because we fucking, we ran YouTube for yeah. a minute. You know what I'm saying? This is what everybody was talking about every day. Every drama day. alert, drama alert. Every fucking day there was something else. And um, it was awful while it was happening. It sucked, but... It's legendary, historic moment, golden age. What about you? And, yeah. and did it ever, um, and, and what I was saying before was when I met you guys also is during the tumultuous ending of the Alyssa Violet era, which obviously, you know, I, I, you guys were kind of, for me, the table stakes for what a online relationship looks like. Yeah. And for me, all the reasons why I would always want to avoid one. I mean, you guys. I'll never do it ever again. Through yeah. it. it was bad. I mean, the end of it was, yeah, the end of it was awful. It was brutal. Um, that, I, mean, I feel like that's just a testament to like the passion and love between us. It was like we wanted to just try to make it work by all means necessary, even if it meant sacrificing our own sanity and happiness. Like that's just where it got, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so funny because like I'm, I'm thinking about it right now and I don't think there's like an online or a couple that. No, they're all like, like they just all seem manufactured and like short-lived and or or. or also probably pretty likely is I, I, I bet they learned a, a lot from what they saw us yeah. do. You know, like we do a lot of our lives, private lives were lived on camera. Yeah. Like for the whole world to see judge, make assessments about and mm -hmm. form conclusions and, and, and talk their shit. And it's just no way to live. If you want to maintain that sanity that you mentioned. Agreed. Agreed. I will say this. I'm really proud of us for, um, for, for keeping a limit to how much of the drama between us two made it online. Because um, immediately, again, I know I, I do see forward and I do try my best to fucking prepare for the future and prepare for the worst. And I had always said to her, no matter what, I want to be your friend and I want to be there for you. And we still are, thank God, to this day. She's my family. She always will be. I wish her nothing but the best. Um, we still talk yeah. regularly. You miss her? I do not miss our relationship, no. No. <laughs> Uh, you couldn't fucking pay me. <laughs> yeah, you guys were. You guys were. Remember, remember to, to do it again. But <laughs> but I would. I would. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't undo it. If there was a number. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I got you, you live just one for the life. Clips channel. I want to know how there's much. A, it there's a lot of variables that I would have to ask. It could be a whole show on its own. I don't know. But there's, it. But it. But it lingered, right? And I. I you remember she kicked the donuts. Oh my god! It lingered at the Clybourne at the Clybourne house all the way when we moved in. Well, because we had we had. That we nasty, are friends. toxic we, yeah, phase, yeah. post-relationship that we have all been in where Ex -girlfriend it just sex. doesn't Ooh. end. Ex-girlfriend <laughs> sex, buddy. Mm. Is it my kid? 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Whoa, I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yes, to that point, ex-girlfriend sex. Yes. Yeah. It's a fucked up, toxic place to be. It is. And it's and it's a it's a bad place to be. The donuts. Yeah. So Can I ask you what the donuts. fuck are we talking about? What was the donuts? At Clyborn, when Mike and I lived together, story. Alyssa was over one day, one morning. Um, I think she just showed up, right? And I wait. I had a bunch of girls over. Yeah, she, Alyssa would do this from time to time when Alyssa, she knew the girls were there. Alyissa, that's when she would show up. Yeah, she <laughs> showed up. She's like, "Fuck all you guys!" This and that. She like Alyssa doesn't give a fuck. Alyssa's right. a no. She would walk badass. in and talk yeah. shit to fifty girls, guns blazing, kick through the door. <laughs> What's good, motherfuckers? And Alyssa, we broke up two years ago. Like, what are we doing right now? What's happening? And I had ordered three boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts, and I was walking her out to her Uber or car. And she fucking booted the no donuts. Way. And Mike's like, the donuts, Alyssa, come on. But of course, Mike's, Mike's not the no, fucking donuts. Mike's, got, Mike's shirt's off. He's fucking over it. It's fucking 6 a.m. He's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm having a little party in my room. And Alyssa's screaming. And he's trying to help us not be that. Well, because <laughs> as you, I, I'm sure you remember this, but that night also. Alyssa's the goat, man. I love I, her. I, I, I really do. Alyssa would be the type of person I haven't talked to in months. Fucking months, bro. And by the way, we never ended in bad terms. It's just yeah. one of those friendships yeah. I go this way, you go that way. Months, I get a call two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Hello? She goes, get this shit. She's like, talking all this shit. And she's like, and you know what the fuck I'm gonna do? You'll find out tomorrow. Hangs up. I go, what the fuck? How are you gonna call me, get me this hype, blue ball me, and then not tell me what you're doing tomorrow? I was looking online all over. The girl, the girl's a plotter, and she's a genius, bro. But just just to kind of put like a tack in in that she, she, by way of you you know, your guys' relationship being online and also by way of her relationship with Jake being online and all that stuff. We talk about an Alyssa Violet that created a, a moment in social media, an engagement that was not to be fucked with, someone that could really make a mark. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about the mental side of this today. And Alyssa being one of the people that I've seen kind of a little bit fold under the pressure that is this fucking social media engine dude. brother that was like us in a nutshell right like if either one of us cared enough about like views and the money and the business side of creating content like that was her too she was very i'm so emotionally driven like it really is it's above everything else for me for better or for worse there's pros and cons and um i appreciate it in a lot of ways but in, in another sense it's fucking it's prevented me from doing a, t a ton of shit, right? A ton of shit by, by a lot of people's standards is the smart or right thing to do. And she was the same way. She just like didn't ever care about it, which I thought made her even cooler and more special. Like she just didn't fucking care but, about it. Still to this day does not necessarily she, care about it. And, and I don't want anybody to make no mistake. Like I appreciate where I am in life and so does she, you know what I'm saying? And it's for no other reason than the people that supported us and continue to support us and follow us and stuff. But it's grueling, man. It's 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 a weird life that we've that we've lived. It's not normal. But also, but what what I was bringing up was also to to loop it back in. She's been and I said fold earlier. I didn't mean it as a bad thing, but she's been very vocal and something that I connect you greatly on. And we've had a lot of conversations about is mental illness, and she's been very vocal about her struggles with anxiety. Yeah, and and how that has crippled her ability to make content and to continue to kind of thrive in that in that space, and you know you you have had your own, you know I'd like to jump into a little bit your own struggles. Yeah, of course. And um, you know I, I think the one that leaps out at me is is Germany. Yeah, that's that was kind of the area of time between us living in New York and then me moving to LA. 
Um, yeah, I had a full blown mental break when I was like 24. Um, at the time, the guy, the end all be all answer to our problems, business guy who was going to take us to the fucking promised land. Um, he had a tech startup that was based kind of between he had, they had one little HQ spot in Berlin and then one in Oslo, Norway. So I was spending a lot of time in Europe, bouncing back and forth. And, um, I was kind of addicted to just not sleeping. It was weird. Like I kind of liked still to this day, you know, I have this issue. We'll I'll be stay, talking about, I'll stay up me. for fucking, I'll go on a bender and stay awake and I don't know how I do it. Nobody around me knows how I do it, but I'll, I'll stay awake for two, three days. And you don't, and you're not doing Coke. <laughs> no. You want to no, know what you're doing? No, Drinking drug. a disgusting I'm amount of Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or whatever Red energy Bull. drink, Both which is probably worse, worse than probably. Cocaine, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. So you're, so you're spending time in Germany. And I don't know. I just, I had a mental break. I was seeing this other girl at the time. And I don't know, it was this weird transition in my life where... I had seen, I like, I, I had seen what we had dreamt of and talked about for so many years, like start to come together. Where I was like, oh my god, we're like, we're doing this. We're gonna turn it into a business. I really believe that this could be like the next Nike, and that, you know, I could fucking be something, and we could do this. And I, that between that and the sleep and everything else, and my ego at the time, and my and my te temper issues, and fucking just a bunch of other shit. Me being a young man who grew up in Boston in the way that. My dad would have me and my little brothers settle our issues, go in the backyard and fucking handle it, or I'm going to fucking handle it, screaming at us. That's the way I'm dealing with my shit, with fucking three 18-year-old kids who grew up with regular normal households, you know, all, that whole dynamic, you know, I don't know. So I split off from those guys. I, I was, I was uh, 51 50 for two weeks and lost my fucking mind. Um, and, and you spent and you spent those two weeks in a in a center in Germany. No, no, in uh, Long Island. It was the worst. It was the worst place ever. I'd rather spend three months in jail than another week at that place. It no was way. Awful. Why, yeah, was it, was, why was it so bad? Because, bro, like, and it was so weird. All these like little like hot RA like nurse chicks are all like having conversations with me the whole time. Like, why are you here? And it, it was making me even crazier. I'm like, I don't know. You guys ever see One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That movie, just uh, just that movie is was my experience okay, okay. in the hospital okay, okay. so um did the two weeks there came out these guys who i thought were my brothers who are my brothers but at the time you know what i mean um paranoia so yeah what, what, right um they didn't really want anything to do with me i scared the shit out of them you know what i'm saying i was saying wild crazy shit you don't just get 51 50 for no fucking reason i was saying crazy shit right um so the only move for me to make at that point was to go back home and that was the absolute rock bottom of my fucking life, right? To see that future for yourself. Like, oh my God, we're doing this. And then kind of immediately have it all sucked away. And to kind of have to go back into your parents' house with your fucking head hung low. And like your parents are looking at you and your friends are looking at you. And two months ago, you're flying around the country and living some dream. And they're all super proud of you to like, Ricky, what, what just happened? You know what I mean? It's just like super embarrassed and just down, bummed. Um, so I sat in a bedroom on an air mattress for like two months. Um, and I just, I didn't feel like myself. I had zero creative like vision. I had, I was so uninspired. Um, and then finally after the, those two, three months, something clicked. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to get up. I got to shake the shit off. I got to do something. So I got a little spot with my friends who I had grown up with for six months. And then by that time I was like ready to go, made a couple phone calls and we, Moved to LA. Oh, so that guy. led right into it. Yeah. But but even my plan was I was like, these fucking guys want nothing to do with me. 
But like, I did this once, I could do it again. I'm gonna move to LA and show them what's up, which is fucking kind of sick, because that's what we did. Yeah. I moved to LA, they still didn't want to talk to me. And then we started fucking going crazy with the clout gang shit. And you know, eventually they're oh, like, Oh, I see. Does what's that, good? Like, yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. what's, what's good? Like yeah. we sat down, we, we talked about it. We, we got, we got through and got and, over it. And you, and you did get through it yeah. and you shook it off. But yeah. as you know, and as I know, and anybody else who kind of deals with that stuff knows that it's not something that goes away. And as long as I've known you, I've known you to be an incredibly ambitious and, and, you know, awesome friend and great lover but also someone that is susceptible to really dark times. Bro. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there have been times in our relationship where, you know, something would happen in your personal life or with your girlfriend or with work. And I wouldn't see you for two weeks, three weeks. You know, you would, you, yeah. you, you'll, you'll go and, you know, kind of banish yourself to your room and, and close the curtains and, you know, it, it's fucked up, but we're all dark. So it's almost like a running joke. Like, yo, yeah. what are the chances Ricky comes out of the bedroom today? It's low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aiden will be joking around about it. But, you know, how do you, um, how, how do you, how do you like work on that? Like, how do you continue to kind of so, like keep yourself out of that? So place? again, th that, that Germany thing, the getting 5150, moving back in my parents' house was, there'll never be a lower moment for me ever. Like the, it's impossible. Um, but in a lot of ways, in hindsight, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me in my entire life. Like it was, it was one of the, it was one of the first and only times that things had been put into the perspective of like, wait, like, because I eventually had to come to terms with the fact that I'm sitting on an air mattress, I'm fucking, my ego, my life, and my my heart are shattered. I must have done something to wind up in this spot, and then you start to kind of unravel and get into like, why the fuck am I here? And then that's when you can kind of identify, okay, I did this and this and this wrong, but I've done this and this and this right. You try to lean more into the right side and less into the wrong side. And, um, but the, in hindsight, it, it was one of the best things that ever happened in my life. It was one of the most important pivotal moments in my life. So now when the bad times come, it, that's the perspective that I have that, you know what I mean? This is bad right now in this moment. But I could I could figure out how to slingshot this into a good thing, right? So then, that's such a mature, you know, way of thinking. It's the only you, way. That you definitely have that in your pocket now. And for me, yeah. that's my entire life is based on that perspective. Yeah. Homie, you know what like bad you, looks like. You know, like yeah. when those kinds of things happen, it's the worst thing ever in the moment. But would you change it for anything? No, right? It was probably the most important, at least one of the most important things ever in your life for sure and then you have that forever for the rest of your life when we're older when we have kids everything we have that for sure if you could, if, if 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 humans can survive the most traumatic moment of their life and learn from it i think it puts them in such a powerful position 100%. navigating negativity especially negativity that's coming from in here which is probably the worst kind that there is is difficult insane and uh i i think having having that ability to Put things into perspective is a really tough tool or a tough lesson to learn. But the only way to do it is you have to go through it. You have to go through yeah. it. Exactly. Growing it's one pains. thing to talk about it and listen to it. Um, but for anybody who's dealing with that shit right now, just hear us and listen to us. Because it's impossible to continue to where you were at before this event has occurred. This, this whatever. What, what I've been through, what you've been through, what you guys have been through. Um, but there's only two ways to go after that. You're going this way, way the fuck up, or crashing and burning and dying, like you said, it, not surviving. Um, 
And you just have to do everything in your power to go that way. And you can. Anybody can. You, you can. You can. I, I, I'm a bit of an optimist, but one other positive or, or pro about being in that down and out position is uh, I, I really do like having only one direction to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. such a cool feeling. I mean, yeah. if you fucking lost, yep. you're you're at the bottom and and absolutely defeated. Back against the in wall. Circumstance. That's it. You can only go forward. You got one way to That's go, it. right? Like it think, things Retweet could get Twitter. worse. They, they probably won't. You know, yep. it's an it actually is messed up to say, and I've often looked at myself weirdly, but it's it's a it's a kind of a good feeling yeah, in a, a weirdly strange sadomasochistic way. To be at a point where you can only go forward, feels like a, it feels like a it feels like a like a fresh start to me, like a blank slate, like an opportunity to attack something and 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 and, and try again and and build, like like, I, like I, boxing, I, for example. I, I, <laughs> which I don't know. Created so every, how fucking sick is that, dude? This. So another thing about you that's interesting. We talked about relationships a little bit uh, earlier in Alyssa, but I've also noticed as your friend that a lot of the time that you're operating at your peak performance is when you have a partner so so at least i i, I would think so yeah maybe you, you had Alyssa, had tyson because dude girls are so fun they take up so much time well this is, I, this is what i this is what i want to bring so up annoying for for people I, I, that i don't mean girl girlfriends when you have a girlfriend you're locked in you're in you, the dynamics established automated. it's good yeah it's like a machine sure. and it's good i'm talking about like the fucking the randos well let me like, throw some context yeah. out here you potentially you are, I don't know how to say this because this is something that like me and you kind of like also <laughs> collaborate on. This fucking guy too, pal. Well, not anymore. He's changed. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, but, but we've been in LA for a while and let's just put it this way. If you, if all of our crossovers, <laughs> if you put them all in a room, it's a fucking 200 person party. Banger. Let's just put it that way, right? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. But I was going to use just you, but now okay. you've weaved yeah. us into it as well. Yeah. But you have, you, you kind of. We're <laughs> men, we're boys, right? Facts. Yeah. We're men, boys. But, boys, I, but, I, man, I, boys. but I remember back. So you're at the clinic and we all have herpes. We're like, fuck, now we're just men never, with herpes. Never herpes, never forever. Trip dick Rick. Trip dick Rick. As, but, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because I go back to a time when you guys were still ops and weren't friends. And me and you were starting to build a relationship, but it was not, it hadn't become this yet. Yeah. And he would always say to me, he'd be like, how does that motherfucker do it? Dog, I never understood it. He goes, he goes, he is, it. he goes, he kind of looks smelly. He has a lot of tattoos. <laughs> I smell good always, he, by he the way. No, I'm, smell actually, bad. I'm actually very But this clean. was during a time yeah, when yeah, you guys yeah. were like yeah. kind of warring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, and I go, bro, the kid just has this sauce, like this very sweet. We all have very different styles, yeah. but his specifically is he has this sweetness that he turns on and he knows just what to say to like melt immediately. And so my question to you is if you, if your intent is to be become productive for phase or productive for content or for crypto, God forbid we get into that conversation. Ugh. Do you have trouble turning that other side off? Because I'm speaking for myself. Turning what other side off? The hoe side. No, I, I mean, not really. Again, I kind of just go with the flow and I kind of let my gut and my heart, make decisions or is it your and talk it, i mean yeah that too <laughs> that too but i mean like i mean in the sense of like where i transitioned from being a fucking hoe to having a girlfriend it's 
we all know at this point you that's something it's you can't force that or find it or locate it it's not one of those things that you can wake up one day and say i'm gonna go find a fucking girlfriend today it just happens someone lands in your lap and you're like oh my god i love you and that's how that fucking happens and until that happens what the fuck am i gonna do fuck <laughs> dudes no i'm gonna fucking go out and have fun right i don't know um no it's i don't know it's not yeah i guess i don't know i don't know it is kind of hard yeah I, I won't leave my house if there's not, I don't know. You, you have, you have become kind of like, it, it's so different. The shows now when we try to like massage our way around these topics versus how we would have talked, people call and they say, we need Ricky to pull together a tornado tonight. Yeah. What? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> yo, the weekend. By the way, listen, the I'm week, really no, fucking good I, at it. I didn't say it and you didn't say it, but yo, the weekend's having his release party oh my tonight. God. Or or Drake is having a party at Delilah. Ricky needs to activate. And yeah. he does. And he does. And he pulls yeah. together 15, 18, 30 girls. I always ask for the number. What how much how many? How many girls? <laughs> and and he it's so so my my question is like, that seems like a a, a management tactic like that's a, there's got to be some I, time. I was just having this conversation <laughs> so i feel like the most like unorganized all over the place like fucking can't get it together type person when it comes to that shit but for some reason <laughs> if i need a fucking sprinter in 30 minutes and i need to invite 15 <laughs> girls and i need to make sure they all get to point a and we all get to point b and c and d and everyone's having fun and you know the the, the night is rolling through smooth i fucking crush that so I, can, I guess I can turn it on, but that it goes again. I'm the best version of me when I'm having fun. Yeah, when I'm enjoying the moment. Yeah, sure. When I'm that, that's, that's yeah because who I am. yeah because when I lived with you. Yeah. So let's so let's kind of like the fucking Web three NFT shit. I was on that shit. Well, that let's on put that, that one it was more fun, down. But it was fun. Yes, you but I want to transition into 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 the con the next content house. So, I, however the fuck this ends up coming about, he is going to move to Puerto Rico. Yep. Sad day. Obviously, the Maverick House is is you know no more, and everyone's leaving. And you have already started to prepare this opportunity for this new house. Well, it lined up perfect because we used that Clyborne House as the phase house for a year. Correct. That year lease was up, and we decided to do other things other than renew this lease for this house. And then we had just linked up for kind of a one off thing with that company that sponsored yep. the the Clyborne House yep. for us. Yep. And it was just like. Let's let's do it. We have this Aiden Ross kid who's kind of coming up, and we're, we feel good about. It. We think he'd be the next big thing. Um, Rice is down to get back in the mix. Mike's ready to Summer. to do something. Summer's always down. Um, let's do it. And they were like, "Yeah, fucking, let's do it." And we and we create it. this house. Yep. And it implodes. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. What? No one does anything. I I continue. Aiden, to I mean, Aiden became one of the biggest, biggest streamers, streamers on the, the planet world. in that house. Yes, so correct. Not for nothing. That now. in his little crack room with the green which curtains. which I would argue that that wouldn't have been possible if it weren't for L.A. Correct. Motherfucker had a different rapper athlete in the house. Every I remember day. I would be in my room and I would look at what was going on in his room on stream, which was by the way next door to my room. It would be like blue face, some Pammy baby too. Pammy baby, blue face, four prostitutes of 18 <laughs> gang members. Yeah. There would be weed <laughs> pouring through my vents into my fucking room. Gunshots coming through the li wall. Literally, I'm calling, I'm calling banks. He's not answering because he would be on a three-week hiatus or whatever, <laughs> like in his room. You know, Summer Ray is not even at the fucking house. Rice Gum is managing OnlyFans girls. And I'm sitting there as one of the co-managers of this house, like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> 
<laughs> no one's doing their work except for Aiden and uh, and I'm creating. But it was a um, it was a very strange time, a very another tumultuous time, and another lesson for me of how this all how this management all works. The idea of managing these young creators and Aiden was Aiden is we we looked at him as our son, yeah, as as our kid, and we had one of the best streams in the history yeah. of his. You know, one of his top three rated I love streams. That. I still the get clips of that. It's all the time. Is that? So you were just cool. telling me to shh constantly. I said, what is this? The Ernest Hemingway section of the library. Just a, <laughs> so just a, just a, a great time. And Why are you other, screaming? Yeah, you are. Right you are yelling. I'm always yelling. No, that's, that was noise. what I said. Oh, I yeah. just don't understand. Well, I'm like, no, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. One other thing that happened in that house. And I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> bouncing because I got a lot of things here. You had a podcast. Yep. That house. Mm -hmm. By the name of by the name of Mom's Basement. Uh huh. Rest in peace. And Keemstar. Yep. And on one of those shows, I had something to say that was just not so fond of one of the co-hosts of my show. <laughs> I remember. I forget what it was. What did you say? Call me a dick writer. Oh my god, he did. Do you understand that you were no, but bro, I didn't do it. No, yeah, no, no, you did, bro. It was what? your fault. What? Oh, I give think, me a break. No, I no, think no, you no. I think you and Keemstar influenced Mike oh. to say bad things about me. <laughs> okay, so let's, you, let's you, no, no. you knew he was gonna go off the rails. Let's open this can of worms right now. Have I have I ever said anything bad about this man? You, well, you when you guys have were, I ever influenced your brain to think anything negative about you this know what? Guy? Fuck you, yes. <laughs> but, when? But, but, but when both of you did in in years ago, not at that same time, but years ago, you guys did not like each other. And I was, and I was the man in the middle. And I would always tell you guys, "Oh, I love Banks." And he would this say, "Banks smells." And you would say, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would say, oh, I love Logan." You would say, "Oh, he killed that guy." Like, oh, like that's a joke. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, I'm just saying, bro. There was animosity, bro. Yeah, but but I always maintain. I mean, I I, I could have talked shit about Jake for fucking weeks. <laughs> the at respect a, at for a time, Logan was there, but it was yes, always yes. I had always attributed our beef. To just, I mean, that's his big brother. I mean, that's just, sure. that is what it is. It's it's by way of, that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? But I, I actually do. And I've always given you guys your flowers in terms of work. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, okay, I, okay, I, okay. I, I'm joking. I don't think you guys may. I think Mike's a piece of shit. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> We're on the same page. No, no, no. Hold on a second. You are honest. I'm, no, 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 no. Let me, let me. Fuck you. Let me rephrase my sentiment. What I, what I, what I implied was the following. I think we get a different Mikey when he's with you. Maybe. Maybe. And 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 Yeah, that I, might I, that may be true. I think I think on that podcast, he was he was he was okay about being vocal about a feeling that he had, but it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Oh no, I said it terribly. I said it terribly. <laughs> of course. But I but I always but that was the only thing that I said. I mean, I may may have spent the rest of the show talking about who you were fighting next and like all these great things. And that was the one thing. Can that I be I, honest with you? Yeah. What? That comment that you made on mom's basement is the sole reason you have no equity in prime. The costly comment. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. That's not true. I don't think that's true. It's not. It's not. I don't think that's true. But it, but it ironically did happen at a very ironic period. Can I ask, can I ask you something? Sure. What do you see in Keemstar? And I hate okay, that. So this is my, this my relationship, bro. Like I, I, I legitimately. I have a really solid, exists. strong answer for this. Okay, okay, I'm as loyal as they come. I and not to fucking jerk my own dick off, but I have 
changed people's lives in this space. And I and the Aiden stuff and we should talk about Nelk Tifu, Nelk, all that after. stuff. I thrive and love my favorite side of the content shit is finding someone who's on the up and learning everything that I've that I learned 10 years ago and taking everything that I have gained and learned from this entire experience and like applying it to them and teaching them and, and seeing something that I believe that could be huge. And then it becomes huge. I love that. I love that. Um, and I've been fucked over by these characters in the past and I've had, you know, whatever I do it for no other reason than I like to do it. But there's been maybe a handful of people you, you find out, I'm sure when you went through your shit, you know, this, you find out who the real motherfuckers are when shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. When you're at the absolute lowest of lows, rock bottom, that's when you find out who your family is, who your friends are, who cares about you. And there's no other time to find that or see that, but it becomes, everything else is foggy and fucked up, but that becomes very, very clear. And when I had been 5150 and got fucking shipped back and my ass kicked back to Boston and no one wanted anything to do with me, and my fucking, I, I felt like I didn't have a single friend on the planet. There were three people, three humans who checked in on me regularly and cared enough about me to just pick up the phone and make sure that I wasn't ready to fucking hang myself by a noose. And you it had was, to go with that. It was Rugrat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was Rugrat, Adapt, my fucking brothers, my FaZe brothers, and Keemstar. And Keemstar would call me and tell me, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You're a superstar. You're a genius. And you need to get the fuck up. And you need to show these motherfuckers that they're dumb for doubting you. And everybody wants you back and everybody wants you to do this. And he would call me a lot with that shit. And that meant the fucking world to me. Yeah. And at that, in that, in those moments, and in that moment, Keem's my boy forever. And I always thought that Keem got um kind of unfairly like labeled as certain things and I just mean, like bro. fucked with. No, maybe not unfairly. He welcomes <laughs> it and he asks for it. Yes, but that guy will say whatever he thinks is true as an absolute statement and 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 sway the entire opinion of eight to 13 year olds wait online. a second like a news program no so that's where i'm at here's, here's my question like a fucking Donna. news program uh, by the way i just want to let you know i don't have any beef with them but i do get all of my news from him i always like i always like to get right into the news i here's, love it here's my question was he just was he just the original troll also that's, no no hear, hear me out because if you if you don't take anything he says as ever serious in any way, then he he just fulfills another trollish role. The the the, the mistake no, people make. No, no, the, no. The, mistake but the problem is he's, he's reporting on real stuff. Yeah. you can't have a half high, half real, half that's not high about okay, what's believable Correct. and what's not. That kind of yeah, zips us right. People don't do that. That zips us to like present day <laughs> YouTube and social media and information sharing. I just feel like if everybody came to the conclusion and kind of agreed, but like all of us agreed that, yeah, you know what, when you watch something on the internet or anywhere for that matter, let's not take it, let's not take it everything at face value and come to our own conclusions and, and go elsewhere for other perspectives. Like that's how you're supposed to interpret things and, and digest information is, is that way. And if you watch something and you watch a 10 second clip and you take that as fact, I feel like that has to be on the individual at some point. Like, well, the, the you know what does, I'm saying? It like, does. it has to be it does. because it's never going to change. It does. It's never going to get any better. If well, anything, the issue, if anything, it's going to get worse with fucking AI you're and right, like right. and like deep fakes and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like we got to like really. I don't know. I feel like that should be where the conversation's at, rather than 
fucking Andrew Tate's the worst guy in the world or this Keemstar fucking is awful because half the shit that he says isn't totally 100% accurate, et cetera, et cetera. Like everyone's doing their fucking thing the way that they'll do it and you could say what you want about it. But like, there's, I just feel like there's no individual, what's the word? Um, like responsibility. Yeah. yeah, accountability, exactly. But what he's you saying, saying? Is, yeah. but what he's saying though is that he's, Keemstar meets people at an age where they're not able to really think for themselves you know so where the fuck are these people's parents again no, if, if like, a 13 year old's consuming fucking information and, and things online all fucking day where's their mom and dad like where's that my they're in why like basement. i just i genuinely believe this is a whole nother thing but i genuinely believe it's it's less of keemstar's issue and problem and more of their fucking parents no, you're right you're right, right? You're like you're i right. really do you're right like, you're right, you're right. Like, i don't know and it, it, it was a good answer to the question too and, no. and i was i was genuinely curious and another thing too i know keem from a different era he is og way back halo days he mm. would troll that was his thing and i won't say what the what the um his little clan team name was because it's insane but like well, you should because he he got us it. in trouble i'm not allowed to say it. your podcast now get somebody else in <laughs> no, no no i can't i'm gonna get myself in trouble and you guys in trouble no, it's a really gnarly if you Dive deep enough back, you can find it. But um, they would just go and fuck with people on Halo, and it was like they would grief people and troll people. And like me and my friends who I went to high school with would watch these videos, and he was a legend. And when I first the sore shit, he sent me a copy of Halo Three signed by Keemstar. Like I was a fan. Oh no way! His okay, content okay, okay, and stuff. Okay. So like that's another thing. I just I know how this guy operates, and um, when I have these one on one conversations, I I tend to judge people if I can, if it's possible, on how they are off camera and not with other people mm, when yeah. i'm sitting down one-on-one -on -one with that's somebody the thing. He, he's done a lot deep. of sh he put these him and his brother through hell and so that was the only, he's never done anything wrong to me you know what i'm saying per se but he just i think if i think when i look at him through the lens of him being a troll which he generally is it makes me well feel it's obviously fair to say too when all that shit people picked a side when the team 10 clout gang shit was going on and keem's my boy and he yeah. has been for a while so it's definitely probably fair to say he just didn't like you guys and would yeah. use anything that he could and you know deliver it in a way that no, wasn't know. great yeah but also the thing about you that i that i do love and that i can i hope that i can relate to and continue to channel is that east coast scumbag is in you and if that if you never trip <laughs> over that bag bro I'll be and okay. instead you trip onto another air mattress for fucking two years you're gonna be okay we'll be okay yeah we will be it's the first time i've ever seen somebody get called a scumbag and smiled Oh, we I wear that like a badge <laughs> honor. I would not be, I would not be from anywhere fucking else, bro. We're good, that, we're good, we're good humans. We have good souls. As long as we keep that, you know what I mean? Everything else. Yeah. Scum. Scum life. Degenerate. So what so what do we do now? We just hold our ETH? Or like what do we do, Phase Banks? Oh man. I've oh. are you fucking kidding me? Thank God for those Mike, cash apps that Mike. held the table together when that prime toppled so easily. <laughs> See when it's not his house? See when it's not oh, his oh house. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't give a fuck. I pull my phone hey, on. wait, hey, wait till you go for real. I don't think you, I'll ever go. Watch him hold <laughs> himself together by the seams, not wanting to explode for every little thing that you do. And again, he'll make up rules based on how he's you gonna are. have the whole like blood splatter expert kit with the little the little things you put over your shoes and the fucking glass. Oh yeah, all of it. And it's all on camera. He got a camera that can see everyone's moving all the time. Oh, <laughs> man. He's taking a shit, zooming in on the fucking on the nest camera. Do do what do when we get to the house, be honest with me. When we get to the house and you're not there, because I know you get the notifications, do you do you sometimes tune in and see I only watch when you're doing activities on the couch because I like to look at your face when you're doing them. So I have a video of you trying to solve the Rubik's Cube while watching a video on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> so this is your face. This is your face. You're like this. 
and there's a computer right here that says <laughs> do these exact steps and this is you you're like this it's hard it's, it's, i'll show you the video it's a hilarious lot, a lot of i sent it to my mom because no, sometimes not in a weird way and i understand when i had cameras at the white oak house and i wasn't there sometimes if i found, I found a notification there was hubbub i'd be like what's going on <laughs> what are these people doing <laughs> and i imagine me and nina in our element sorry your element <laughs> that we've commandeered is pretty entertaining well at least uh, at least you had the uh it didn't work but you tried to have that rule at the house no fucking in the common areas for this reason, but for this bro, reason. there are some nest videos of me and my ex going crazy on those garage love sacks, bro. I wouldn't know. I, I stay love away from sack, baby. Mike love sack. Yeah. I wanted I wanted everyone to feel comfortable. Oh, I got real comfortable at your house. Yeah. Real comfortable. I'm getting comfortable at yours, brother. Oh, you motherfucking <laughs> dirtbag. I gotta I you guys ever tell a story about him coming out with the camera when you first pipe. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about it multiple times. Oh, yeah. And it's the reason why <laughs> so when sick. I bring a camera around him now and he's like, No, I don't want to shoot content. I'm with my girlfriend, I go, motherfucker, you're gonna eat this bacon, egg, and cheese for my vlog. <laughs> you filmed me. <laughs> To be, to be fair, he kind of link, he linked you with Facts. that initially, so he had some. Bro, I'm so sick of this like by proxy default ownership that he has of everything in my fucking life. I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh, you dated Lana? Well, who do you think introduced you? Poor guys? Mike. He's uh, you may know this, but I put you in the room with your current girlfriend. So how much fucking ownership do I get of that relationship, buddy? I'll tell you what you don't get. Guest bedroom, brother. <laughs> that shit is mine. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we got, man. Yeah. What else? What else? Anything else? No, nothing. I mean, we're, we're cruising. What's, what's going on? Are you what? Talk to me about the current phase that you're in right now with your life. What are you doing? Um, we have a big, beautiful, amazing warehouse in so Hollywood. Sick. It's so fucking sick. the sickest space. It's everything that I've ever dreamed of of having. Uh, the fantasy HQ, factory. It's so sick. Um, I love showing up and doing my little stories. Um, it's phase clan. We just went public. There's nothing else that's really like driving me super right now nothing else i'm super excited about that's why i'm really ultimately grateful phase is the most important thing that's ever happened to me obviously um it's the first tattoo i ever put on my body no way cool. yeah it'll be this logo will be on my headstone one day yeah right um and hopefully it'll it'll live far far past my own human life um and that's how i feel i believe it will so when everything else is kind of boring and fucking lame phase is always there and yeah. it's, it's awesome so that's kind of what i've been focused on right now um Outside of that, trying to be as healthy and happy and on point as I can be. Um, just trying to be happy every day, man. No matter the money, it's never really, really changed. I know it's so cliche, but it's never really changed anything about how I feel. And I just, I don't know. I put, I put how I feel in the moment. Um, I attach the most value to that part of my life, so I'm just trying to be happy for as many seconds, minutes, moments as I can be. That's yeah. just that's where I'm at. Oh, cool, 31 bro. family in the future. I don't know. Sick. Well, it sounds like you're in a good place. So I'm ha I'm happy for you, man. And I'm happy you did the show, Richard Banks. Yeah. I love Was it you, good? Bro. I feel like we did. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cool. We did a great cool. job, right, cool. bro. Cool. Yeah, dude. I appreciate you. Thank you for I'm real. happy we're friendly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I love, uh, you, Mike. love you, bro. I do owe you a, a, a kudos and a thank you for being as mature as you were during during the beef era. Like, like I actually, you and Jake both on separate occasions said pretty much the same thing to me where you're like, you, both of you said we can, we can absolutely destroy each other's lives forever and yeah. permanently if we want to, we don't want to do this. Kamikaze style. No, yeah. for real, for yeah. real. Nukes. Like, just, no, yeah. no, like, yeah. like yeah. finger over the red yeah. button. And I, I, 
I couldn't see that. Yeah. I was in, I wanted all the smoke with everyone at all times. And so like, I, I, I did need him to reach out when he didn't have to and Jake to reach out when he didn't have to and just be like, yo, chill yeah. for a second. Cause yeah. no one can get more dangerous than we can if we want. And we Jake want and I have that. sat down so many different times and it's just like, we always come to the same conclusion. Anytime we have conversations, it's just like in a different universe, we'd be fucking yeah. the best of homies yeah, and like for sure have done like crazy shit together and for like sure. we're cut from the same cloth we have also dude new, a lot of the same new jake boxer jake awesome he's the fucking shit awesome he's dude. the best i'm dude. so proud of you guys <laughs> bro i'm so proud of you guys i really do believe that we're all forever forever characters in this this weird little social media game i think that we'll be here when we're old men yeah um bunch of internet gangsters that, yeah i think that we're in internet i think gangsters. that we're in each other's lives <laughs> exactly. forever whether we like it or not and yeah. it's it's cool it's cool. We appreciate you, bro. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you're not subscribed, please hit that button for me. We will see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. Bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.